What's up, everybody, and welcome to Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Hey, y'all, I'm his wife, Deidre. You sure? You said that real slow. Let's try that again. What's up, everybody, and welcome. This is the Moments with the Mobleys. I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. Hey, y'all, I'm his wife, Deidre. Said it slow again. And we something like an ordinary couple. <laughs> with extraordinary purpose. Great evening. How are you? Greetings, salutations, accolades, and blessings. I'm not going to keep reminding you. Hey, patrons, how y'all doing? Doing fine. Reminding you to say your um, say your thing. When I say I'm, I'm the man, Johnny Mobley Jr., you need to say I'm his wife, Deidre, a little quicker. You pause and then like you're not certain you want to be my wife. I might want to be poached. No, I poached like an egg uh, in a frying pan. Oh, you going to put me in the frying pan? That's, what, that's, what, that's, uh, that's the only poach you going to be. Uh, the only poach you going to be. I love your lips. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You had a good day? It was good. I went to the doctor today to find out I ain't had to go to the doctor. Because it was a, a televisit. <laughs> However, it wasn't your fault, baby. No. Nah, it wasn't your fault. And I, the check said it office visit. Then my, my doctor called me on my cell phone. It was about to give me the business. I know. She said, I know you ain't missed your appointment. Did you know? I said, I did not know it was a televisit. What you mean? I said, the text I got said I'm supposed to be, be there in the office. She talked about, oh, my God. I said, so... <laughs> Yeah, check that, your people. Check your people. Don't 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 come. Don't do that. She talking about. I take care of it. I said okay. <laughs> I got a text. Check saying, your people. Come in and check come to the office. People. But we talked, and I told her a couple of things, and she documented it, and she said I have to go back in two weeks. So, but I'll meet in the office in two weeks. Well, you are well. I told her. I, I some polo ish. You got polo on your head, polo on your face. Pull on your your body, your shirt, on your chest. Pull on your your backside. And Nike you got on Nike feet. on your feet, though. You got to buy me some polo slippers. All right. You got to give me the money. Last time, <laughs> last time I wore this, somebody said I looked like I was with the bloods. Well, you covered under the blood of Jesus. That's what I said. Red is for the blood. She the one. Said that. Oh my God. I'm breaking the third wall. No, you're know. not. You don't break the wall. You're trying to get her to break the wall. I'm pointing. And if y'all know who I'm pointing to, this is Allison. She's the she's co-owner of Swatty Media. She said it. You're crazy. Never been in a gang in my life. But she called me that. You was in a gang for Jesus. Jesus ain't got no gang. We are kingdom gang. It's not a gang. Gang, gang. We gang, gang. Throw the sign up. How you throw the sign up? What, what, what would you throw up? The cross. Okay. Uh -huh. There you go. That stink nail. 
So that's the that's the nothing Jesus. but the blood this is of Jesus. Jesus. And that's what you're saying. Oh, precious is the flow. We don't fight the flesh. We battle not against flesh and blood, but spirits, powers, principalities. Oh. Mm-hmm. You you know what you use to, to we don't fight. We don't fight. The Lord fights mm. our battles. However, there's power in your tongue. You go into your heavenly language. Let me hear your heavenly language. Dundabo. Okay. Come on, boy. Let's talk about this. Uh let's talk about uh Oh something wrong with you. So the when night, I felt myself withdrawing a little bit, uh, <laughs> withdrawing what? I was withdrawing from Johnny a little bit, and um, we decided to talk about it. Yeah, she's been withdrawing. Totally. She, she, she. When she get in the car on the ride home, instead of having a conversation with me, mm-hmm. she like this on her phone. Cause I don't really get to look at it during the day. So look I'll be looking it. to see what's going on. Look I'll be looking it. to see how many views we got. I'll be looking to see like what our you know bonus structure looks like and stuff like that. And I update you on that as well, baby. The only difference is with with you. You just wait till you go in the bathroom at night, and then you be in there for hours, sitting there on that <laughs> toilet for hours. And hours. Social media gets and you. And hours. It pull you in. I look at like Facebook and then little Instagram and then they got all these videos and then you go to TikTok. And, and then it'd be 12 you know. hours later. But you you get on me though. I, don't, okay. I haven't done that in a while. It's okay. Have you noticed that? Right. Why haven't you done that in a while? I've been trying to spend time with you because no, you your booty withdraw. got numb the last time you did it. You don't withdraw. <laughs> what? I'm trying to be more present in your place, in your person, personal space, so you can see. Here I'm like, here I am, and you be like, huh? Psst. I know you hey, ain't said there that. There I am. Lies you tell. What's what's wrong? Lies baby? you tell. Mm-hmm. Why are you lying on me, Johnny? Am I lying? You are. Is it a lie? It is a lie. I apologize, man, that you feel like it's a lie. But when you slap me and I tell you it hurts, you need to listen to what I'm saying. We're going to keep it pushing. All right. What are we talking about today? Nothing. <laughs> are you, are Remember you, you told me you would do it without me? You would do the show without me? You said so you I'm wasn't take doing my the show. And I'm about to go upstairs. You said you wasn't doing the show. I mean, if I need to do it by myself, I'll do it. But afterwards, we're going to have some words. Well, you, I feel like you can say the words to me right now so we can record it in case I come up missing or something. No, and you ain't going to come up missing. Or hurt. I bruise easy. And beat you on the bottom of your foot. <laughs> And I'm going to take pictures of the bottom of our foot. So we're talking about when a partner withdraws and um, some reasons why a partner withdraws. And because Johnny and I do marriage coaching as well, um, we sometimes deal with um, just people who are having issues. And so um, 
again, our whole mission and the whole decision to start this podcast was to help other marriages. And so, um, you know, we want to share some of these things with you all. We've shared them with numerous amount of, uh, of um of people of couples yeah. um when they have issues in their relationships um and things to do to avoid you know uh one person withdrawing you know because of you know whatever reasons that they may have they may be going through something or you know something may come up that's happened in the past or just whatever the reasons are and so we are going to share that with you all what's that baby I don't know Right. And I'm glad you just took it off and then you told me about about it later. But some of the key points um, that we'll share with you um, that a withdrawing partner often becomes even more inaccessible when pressed for the reason. Um, and I think we we've we've even had some of that in our marriage yeah when um, it was reason, earlier yeah yeah when i you know he would be johnny would be like well ba- what's wrong and obviously i was crying and obviously there was something wrong but your um, answer would be but my nothing. yeah my answer would be continuously nothing you know through through crying um and being visibly distraught i would just continue to say nothing and so it's just, you know, saying when you when you press in the other your your spouse or your, you know, um your girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever relationship you're in, um, if you're not married yet, then they are they tend to withdraw even more. Um, common reasons why a partner withdrawal includes betrayal, internal personal conflicts, and the reemergence of trauma. Um it's common. And all three yeah. of these things are it's real. common. They yeah. are most definitely real and yeah. are very, very much so primary reasons why a person will. Right. Right. Um, lastly, there are times in every relationship when one partner becomes unavailable to the other while going inward to understand. Um, wow. It says one partner becomes unavailable to the other while going inward to understand. So, Can I explain that a little bit? Yeah, because I think is- I actually... You know, encounter that myself. So what what happens here is this is the 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 lack of communication and listening. So what happens here is if you don't talk, then you create a story in your mind, mm-hmm. and then that story in your mind becomes a novel and a long life like journal of what you believe is happening mm-hmm. that is actually not happening. It's just what you think. Is happening, but you haven't communicated with your spouse and talked to them. Perfect example is when me and Deidre was going through what we was going through in the beginning of our marriage, the the, the communication was awful. So I would try to talk. She, like she said, she would cry or whatnot. So from what I saw, she didn't, I would, I didn't make her happy. So every time I talked to her, I just didn't make her happy. She cried all the time. It was nothing I could do. Right. So that's, that, that's the story that created in my mind. And I was just like, well, maybe I ain't the dude for her. Cause you know, although we got kids and stuff together, she just don't seem to be happy. And then with her, it was this joker keep impregnating me. And I got all these kids and I don't want to be no mama like this right now with all these kids. I need to find out who I am. So it was a lot of stuff she would, but the whole thing. But I was never mad at you for, for, for getting me pregnant. 
I was never mad at you because I opened my legs. <laughs> so yeah, I wasn't mad at you for getting. Pr- I was mad at you for different things that went on in the relationship. You know, because you was a you was a good talker. You were a real good talker, and a lot of it wasn't. A lot of it wasn't true, and I knew that. But uh, I didn't know how to really verbalize that, if you know fully. That's the that's hold the on, y'all. Pause. <laughs> it's the popo. Um, so, patrons, y'all get a nice glimpse into the fact that uh, Allison and Jameson's daughter, yeah, the the owners of Swadia Media, <laughs> their daughter decided she was calling nine one one, and so I she may not have called again, but like you say, they may have just sent somebody out. And so Jameson <laughs> got the phone after the baby called 911 and assured them that everything was okay. However, because we live in a great community, <laughs> they decided to send one out, someone out. <laughs> and guess what? This is the second time Katie has called the police. <laughs> it's been a few months since she's done it. <laughs> Right, right, we're okay. <laughs> Girl, I was looking at the thing and I saw a package, but that was from a previous recording and then it 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 you know it updated and then uh and then I saw Buddy standing outside the door. <laughs> oh, that dang old Katie. It's a, it's sad when you got a ba- you got to ban the one year old from your house. That's what I told Allison. I said, well, the good thing about that is we live in a, a really nice uh, neighborhood they <laughs> community. Come. They come they in to come. check and make sure we all right. Hey, sir, I just wanted to, and I had Katie with me. She was like, <laughs> she just wanted to talk to somebody. <laughs> Daddy already talked to somebody. We good. Said, okay, we just wanted to come on out. Right. She just wanted to talk to somebody at the time. We were having adult conversations. Right. And she and so, so she, she just, just picked up the phone, phone and called 911. She wanted to talk. That is hilarious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I explained to them who Katie was, baby. To, yeah. to the patrons who Katie was. Um, so uh back to the story. Uh-huh. Um, okay, and so what we were, excuse me. Oh, excuse me. What I was telling you was that it wasn't that. I was like mad at you for impregnating me because we had fun getting pregnant, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, not necessarily getting pregnant, but doing it to get, you know, well, not pregnancy. Well, we had to know something was gonna happen because, you know. But of course, at, at that point, we were married. Yeah. But um, it was a matter of, like I said, just uh, some other some other things that were going on um, for a while. I think I turned inwardly because. Some of the things I think I wasn't ready to have the conversation with you about. Yeah. And so instead of just saying that to you, I wasn't um, sure. Well, I wasn't even I wasn't I wasn't sure about even how to say it. You know what I'm saying? Because I was still concerned about your feelings, even though, though, even though, you know, like I said, some of the some of the things, you know, you would tell me and stuff like that. I'd be like, "Mm, I don't really know if I believe that, Uh, you know, or just. 
knowing that we both were just trying to figure life out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We were still kids raising kids. And so some sometimes sometimes I didn't even know how to say what I wanted to say. That's that's just the crazy part about it. And it was I didn't a, know how, a, I didn't know. So it was a huge disconnect cuz I know at one point in time we felt connected and I think that was that was the I always say that's the that's the foam the foaminess of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So once the foam you know left and dissolved then and what I mean by foam is the the lust part, the the sex part, the you know the hotness of the the marriage, and you know all this other stuff. But then when the life stuff started happening, and the kids, and the growing up, and the you know mommy daddy stuff, and then the paying the bills, and all this other stuff, mm-hmm. other emotions started coming in. Well, other feelings started coming right. in about different stuff. And then if you don't have, a, if you don't talk and communicate healthy then what happens is like i said you will create stories in your mind of things that happen mm-hmm. like i created the story that she didn't like me i wasn't good good for her i wasn't a man for her and that never was what it was it was that she was dealing with some some stuff herself right so and being that she didn't know how to express it or didn't really know what it was um you know that's how it happened and it was a it was a huge disconnect for a long time yeah a long time. And then once we made up our mind to actually, once we made up our mind of the realization that we're going to be together and we're going to raise this these girls right. and we're going to have a relationship, then that was the catalyst for the huge change. Right. So we had to really in, input and pour into each other to actually find out. So that's when I think we first was naked like completely naked and feelings and emotions mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. But with with that being said, like I said when it says going inward to understand, mm-hmm. that's that's that creating that story of what you think is going on. And if you got what and I'm gonna tell you what empowers that is if you got people in your life in your circle that you talk to that will that are chameleons. And what I mean by that is they will change into whoever you need them to change into for that situation. So if they don't, if they don't have a mind of their own, if they don't support you and want to see your marriage or your relationship or whatever it is go well, if they still trying to figure out who they are, then what mm-hmm. happens is they just kind of change in whoever you need them to be at the time. Mm-hmm. So you know if if. He ain't nothing and he's sorry and he this girl, but you know, you might as well leave him. I got somebody else you can haul at. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, and that might not be what needs to happen because if, you know, they're in their they feelings, then that's what can come out. I always tell people, you know, I got I got two two gentlemen that I talk to, I call my brothers. And when I call them, when I have situations like that, I give them, I pour that that toxic stuff out to them and they take it and they put it where it needs to go at. But what they usually do is allow me to say what I'm going to say or whatever the case is. And I might get a, uh, huh. Every now and then, uh, mm, mm, uh, huh. And then I'll finish saying what I'm saying. And they be like, yeah, you, you know, you, you know, you got to go and apologize. Right. Uh, yeah, I know. 
that's how that usually go. Mm-hmm. They they tell me the truth. They let me get it out. But once you get out that that anger and everything, then what usually happens is you feel better. You in a better thinking space. So now you can actually deal with the reality of what needs to happen for the situation. Yeah, and your feelings April and the stuff process. got all be in it. You know, yeah. clearly and focused. Um, but again, we we're sharing. Um, you know, how to, I guess, recognize those signs that your partner is, you know, now withdrawing and um, to share, like, what could be the cause of, of them withdrawing. Yeah. So let me read these, these some examples. These are some examples that um, Psychology Today give that some phrases you might hear. One of them is he no longer the man I knew. He's no longer the man I knew. He denies there is anything I should be worried about, but I know it's, it's not true. Mm-hmm. Or she reacts to my questions with irritation and impatience, and she's never done that before. She's in deep conflict. Something is up, and she can't share it. Yeah. Or he seems he seems preoccupied and into his own world. Mm-hmm. We've always shared everything, even if it was hard. Now I can't even get him to look at me yeah i know she's afraid or this is another one i know she's afraid to tell me but she's always come to me before when she's struggling with something i don't want to invade her privacy but somehow this seems different everything in me says we need to do something and so you you find yourself trying to decipher this behavior and that's, that's what a catalyst that's what see that and that's the catalyst of if you're not talking to me then my mind goes to wondering and then i i conjure up my own story right. about what's going right, on. Right, right, right. So right. she's in deep conflict. Something is up and she can't share it. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And so they're asking, like, why does a a, a partner who was previously, like, available would come and talk to me, you know, would share what's going on? Why have they suddenly disconnected or not, or, or are not sharing anymore? Um, and so the first thing is uh, that they give as a reason why your partner may withdraw is betrayal. So and this, of course, is unpredictable because nobody expects to be betrayed. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, it says uh, the behavior is gen- be- the behavior generated by betrayal is that internal preoccupation is obvious and rarely responds to attempts to question. Um, it says. Unpredictable withdrawal is often a sign of infidelity, whether consummated or not. The behavior generated by that internal preoccupation is obvious and rarely responds to attempts to question. But other behaviors are betrayals in other ways, such as addictions, um, extra personal threats. I'm sorry, external personal threats or bad decisions that are embarrassing or hurtful to your spouse or to the relationship, the security of the relationship. Yeah. So it could be a betrayal, um, you know, like they give the examples, uh, you know, a whole full fledged infidelity, sleeping with somebody else yeah. or a betrayal in these other ways. Like they said, you know, you're um, you know, you may have had an addiction that you're now back into. Um, you know, or yeah. a first time in one and a partner could feel betrayed because, you know, it's like when you get married, you don't expect to be betrayed by your spouse. Yeah. And so when something like that happens, a lot of times it is the betrayal of, you know, your husband or your wife, you know, sleeping with another woman or with another man or um, 
it, it don't even have to be it, it being consummated. It could be just that betrayal of conversation. Yeah. Emotionally, um, emotionally attached right. feelings. Right, 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 right. Or it yeah. can be something as simple as you talking to your mama, men or women, you talking to your mama and saying, you know, yeah, mama, but she she just can't cook. She can't cut negative but you things know, about your spouse. You and know, she walks she's in on working that conversation. on it. Yeah, but right. she hear you talking right. to somebody else about her, right? Or vice versa, right? You know, wives talking to their girlfriends or their dad, whatever the case is, and he just sorry when he get home, he don't want to do nothing, and you know this, that, and the other, and they walk in on that conversation. That's the last person you would want, you know. The, the feel of betrayal. So yeah. that, that can cause a partner to withdraw from you because the trust is broken. Yeah. So what happens with, you know, us need to stay here and we need to figure out how to fix it. And if we can't fix it, then we both make a decision to bring a neutral person in to help, whether that be a counselor or whatever the case is. But for you to just be chatting and gossiping to whoever telling them <laughs> that I ain't good, or I'm, you know, I thought you was going to say something. Why did we stop talking? Why did you stop talking? Because I was thinking something, uh-huh. but I can't say that. I, I was thinking oh, something well, thank in my you. mind. Thank you. And then I said, I can't thank say you. that. Cause thank then you. Allison will probably break this on third you. wall. Right. Well, you know, also it could be something as, you know, as hurtful as a lie that's been told. And now you find out that that wasn't true. Yeah. He wasn't where he said he was. She wasn't where she said she was. They wasn't who they wasn't with who they say they were. So any type of betrayal like that could lead to that um, withdrawal from your partner. And the the way to you know what whatever layer or level of betrayal that you feel that has happened to you or that your spouse may have feel that have happened to them or your partner feel that have happened to them, you know. Th- if if especially when there's a betrayal, that trust got to be back built up. You know what I'm saying? So some truths are gonna have to come out about what was said or what what wasn't yeah. said. Um and you know, work towards building the trust back up because betrayal is is easy to break it or easy to betray your your you know husband or wives, your husband or husband, your wives. It's easy to to betray, you know, for that to happen. Like immediately, but it takes time to recover from it. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people don't understand, I think. And it's, um, it's not a it's not a time limit. I, what we always we always kind of give examples of, of of a physical injury. So if you was to break your arm or you was to get a deep stabbing that goes to the bone, <sighs> you know. You can get it stitched up and everything, but as quick as that might happen, a break or a stab, it's, it takes like almost quadruple time for it to heal. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to this type of stuff, you know, we don't put a time limit on it. Right. And then the reason I say that is because, you know, in our marriage, when it happened, when the infidelity happened, I couldn't, one of the things that, that I was led that I, I couldn't, the Holy Spirit told me, you can't, you got to allow her to feel all this when she feel it or whatever, because you were the one that impacted this pain on her. So you can't, you can't impact the pain on her and then tell her when to stop hurting that type stuff. So 
I had to allow her to go through what she went through. And then I would just talk about it whenever. Now, as the time went on, the times we talked about it got, you know, smaller and smaller. And well, farther and farther in between. I said the wrong. Oh, you said smaller. Oh, we talked about it less often. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Okay. All right. She always tried. That's, see, this is a betrayal. See how she just did that? She tried to come. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. That wasn't a betrayal. Anyway, so we talked about it. We didn't talk about it as much. So as she began, the more she healed, the less we talked about it. Right. But I couldn't say, God darn, not, not saying that I'm I'm being transparent in my mind. Sometimes my face and my posture would say, really? Mm-hmm. Again, we just talked about this. You know, I did. I never said that, but my posture was said. Then I learned how to not let my posture say it, but it still was in my head. So I would go through all that stuff and I might pause before I answer the questions or talked about whatever. But I did talk about it. So, you know, once you and this goes for the husband or wife, if you bring something like that into your relationship, once you do it, you can't, and the other person has no inkling of idea what happened, what's going on, and in their mind, you gotta you gotta understand that a person that is living a life with you, thinking that they're living a life one way, and then they find out a betrayal like that, like infidelity, then in their mind, it automatically goes back to. How long you been doing it? How many people you done did it with? You know, what's true, what's not? When you going to the store, are you really going to the store? It don't take you that long. When you going out with the fellas, you going out with your girls. See, all that stuff start happening. So now you allowed something that come in your relationship that that is planted in the person's mind. And it takes a minute for that to leave because the trust has to be built back up. And that takes time. Okay. You said it well. Um, the next one is interper- internal. I don't know. I want to I want to say interpersonal. Internal personal conflict. So it says as people go through different stages of life, they sometimes put aside desires in order to not challenge the relationship's inability to fulfill them. So you, they intentionally bury those sacrifices and try to make them them and try to make them irrelevant. But over time, those suppressed desires may emerge, making the lives they have chosen feel less and less fulfilling. Oh, oh. yeah. That's but that's that's like for real, for real. That's real. But that's but again, real. But again, this is another. This is another key that can be. Like completely diminished by just communicating. It could, but you you find like they said, afraid to bring it up or not, you know, because like they're suppressing so- it because they don't want to rock the boat or they want, you know, I'm here now, I'm married, we're married now, you know, we ended up with these four kids and I know I wanted to, you know, pursue law school or I know I wanted to do that, so you know, um, and and we talked about that I I was gonna go to school for this and we talked about we was gonna do this that and the other, but then life happened, kids came, different things happened, yeah, but. It says they're torn between the promises they've made to themselves and their partners, their partners yeah. and their increasing hunger to live out all those suppressed dreams. 
they be you you know you begin to feel trapped and then you know I I I really didn't want to be a mama this young and I wanted to go to school and I wanted all these other things but I love him and I love my kids and all these stuff or whatever and it says it, they they hope that they'll be able to force those feelings of wanting to live out those you know desired these desired you know things that they had talked about but they don't want to share that whole thing because it will cause their partners unnecessary pain i don't yeah I, it's that, real I, I, it you would want to think that it would be as easy as saying you know baby i don't i don't really want to you know we got these kids. I we talked about me going to school before these kids came, and you know I'm I'm, I'm we, now I'm not able to do it, or you know what I'm saying, or a husband, you know things that they desire to do and they've suppressed it because they just got to sacrifice and make a way for the family or just whatever. But some of those things happen, and some people some people will do it, and it'll be okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Some people will do it, and it'll be okay, and then they'll maybe pursue it later in life after the kids are gone. Or you know what I'm saying, or, or after the situation or circumstance, or they changed. create a they create a plan, right? So e- everything in life is not exact, so it's not. You live on a day to day basis. Anything is liable to happen. You know, God forbid, you get in a crazy accident, and you know something happens, and you know you lose a limb or you lose something, and now you know your spouse who y'all was had a plan and was working. Mm-hmm. Now you actually got to take care of your spouse or whatever the case, anything can happen. You're right. But my whole thing is when stuff like that happened, you create a plan that fits that. Now the thing about it is once stuff change in your life, you can change your plan. But some people don't even know how to do that. They don't. Baby. They don't. They don't. And it's very, it's very true. It's very true. Yeah. It's very valid because they get stuck in that place of, and not to say that it would be, because I, I think it happens, you know, on both parts, the male and the female. But at the end of the day, you know, I think it wasn't that aggressive for me, but I think there were days when I was like, man, I, you know, I enjoyed doing what it took to make all these kids and I mean I love them because they're my kids but oh this happened a whole like real fast but the one thing (laughs) but the one thing that I can say is whenever you came to me and you had a dream or you had a project or you had something I always supported you you did. Regardless even of if what it was. It was crazy as all get out. It was crazy as all get out. Of. It didn't matter. Even if I thought this this ain't finna work. Yeah. This ain't gonna work. You would make a way for it. But I what I would do <laughs> you is would, you would make a way for this it. is this is my thing. I've always I always feel like people try different things until they till they hit what they need to do. So if you mm-hmm. don't get it out your system, you know, then it it just this this is what happens. Mm-hmm. You're upset. You're mad because you shoulda, woulda, coulda. I coulda did this. I coulda did that. But it, I think when you try different things, different projects, regardless of what they are, when you try them and it doesn't work out, then I think that makes you dig deeper to find out what it really is you're supposed to do. So when you went to school, mm-hmm. you was able to go to school, you graduated, your kids your kids were able to celebrate with you when mm-hmm. you did that, and that was tough. I was able to go back to school. I did it online while driving trucks and everything. So we we always supported each other in whatever dream we wanted to go after, regardless of what it was. We just... We just knew it was going to take time. And I 
I and I'm gonna tell you why I honestly think that came from having all them kids. Cause that wasn't. I mean, we didn't have a plan on having we didn't have a, a plan family. at all. We were just. It was just bunnies. <laughs> we were just we like pop, pop, popping. I was like, darn, pop, pop, popping again. But yeah, there you know there are people. But you know, who are still living are that right here. now. Yeah. yeah. They stuck yeah. Like 10 years, 12 years. They could have been whatever they wanted years. to be. They had a plan and it didn't work out because this happened, this happened. You know, I know, you know, we know couples who had babies and the babies, you know, came out, you know, handicapped or autistic or whatever the case is. They didn't plan for that. Yeah, but having an autistic kid or a handicapped kid, whatever that is, you know, whatever the handicap is, that requires more than just having a a healthy kid. Yeah, a healthy kid is a handful as well. But you know, it, it's just certain things that happen in life that you, I mean, that's that wasn't your plan. Yeah. So. Yeah. For us, it was easy. I not get it. For some people, it's not easy. It's not easy. They stuck. They'll blame their spouse, you know, especially if they don't have a spouse who will support. Right. If, if, and then you, you know, find spouses actually leaving, especially like after the kids leave, if yeah. they felt like they've suppressed oh, yeah. what they wanted to do for so long and that, uh, and their mate didn't support them or didn't like help them plan yeah. to, to, to do it or after just they, whatever, or they if they've, kids right, they, especially if they've been having roommate mentality, man, he or she is dipping. It done been 25 years. Yeah. We got these kids gone. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a holler at you. They bumped his fist. All right. And they go on their separate ways. Yeah. Yep. Um, the next one is unpredictable personal crisis. You just touched on this a little bit. Um, you probably didn't even realize it. But there are times when families, when hard challenges comes. And you yeah. described it as maybe being um, a child. But th- in this instance, it was like you said, the one partner finds out they have a serious you know, but curable illness yeah. that could burden the relationship, could cause unnecessary distress. Um, a financial loss could happen that poses a temporary threat or, you know, a friend or a family member needs help and is, and is more important to one partner than the other. Yep. That's something that could cause a crisis. Yep. Um, or it may be that a normal, normally stoic partner feels unable to function at the expected level and is too, and too embarrassed to let that be known. Oh, Jesus. Pride and failure. Oh, have been the demise of a lot of marriages. Yeah. Pride and fear of failure keep that partner from sharing, choosing instead to solve the dilemma independently and therefore uh, withdraws from the other partner. So this is a crazy thing. So we've we've met couples who the woman was was driven, focused, visionary, mm-hmm. going after what she wanted to do, got three, four babies, going to law school, working a job, doing all this stuff, and the man just worked part-time somewhere. Wasn't really helping with the kids, was kind of chilling, or vice versa. The man had vision, he was doing all this stuff, and the, and the woman was. But my my take on that is in your relationship, in your marriage, my momentum and your momentum, it doesn't have to match, but it got to be in the same in we the need same to be on area. the same page though. Yeah, it has yeah. to be in the same area. So if 
it's my time to pull our family up the mountain. Then if I'm in front, I don't need to be no more than about two, three steps ahead of y'all. So I don't need to be 75 steps ahead of y'all. And then y'all not there and I'm out of sight. So I move at the momentum. Well, I'm helping to pull the wagon up the mountain, baby. I'm I know. You pull the but this up. is the thing. I move. This is how I've always saw it. I move at a, a momentum that when I'm moving, you can, all of y'all can tell me. And if the momentum, everything is going right, then my momentum helps pull pull y'all. Mm-hmm. Almost like um, telling a truck. People used to say when you when when a big truck is driving, you get behind a big truck, then their momentum, they have at least a car and a, a car and a half length behind them that wind that can help the car move mm-hmm. and don't exert as much fuel and all that. Mm-hmm. So that's what people used to do back in the day. I don't know if they I don't think they still do that. Mm-hmm. But so that's how I see it always been. And here's the crazy thing. It's sometimes the where I get to a place where I'm kind of tired mm-hmm. and you got more momentum. So you get in front and then you pull and then all of us move. It was sometimes when the kids had more momentum and they was in the front and they was pulling <laughs> us. So it's like if it's a team effort and everybody trusts and believes in everything. Yeah. So it shouldn't matter, but it should never be somebody's climbing a ladder way faster than they, than they spouse. Than their family, it shouldn't be like that. And a lot of people feel like if I climb this mountain and I move this fast and I go up this, I'm doing it for the family. But yeah, you get to a level to where, you know, your wife doesn't feel she doesn't feel worthy. Like he, well, he's a big president of the something something now, and you know, I'm supposed to go to college for this, that, and the other. And now, you know, her self esteem is. Drop because you in meetings and and talks with all these people and now your verbiage done change and you learning more and your skill set it's just it just keep going but you're not pouring nothing into your family or your wife so now you know she don't feel like I can say nothing because I embarrass him I don't want to go to nothing nothing or vice versa the same thing with a woman wow and that's what I think it gets and that's a that's a disconnect. That's a disconnect when a man, when a man or a woman doesn't feel it, feel like they can tell their spouse something, then that's a disconnect because if I feel some kind of way and for whatever reason, I, my perception is that you're making me feel that way. Then if I don't tell you who I'm supposed to tell. Right. Because if I don't tell you, ain't nobody else. I mean, you, if I tell you, then we can talk about it and it can possibly be solved. Right. But if I tell my homeboys and them, you know, they go try to give me advice. But at the end of the day, the guys I got with me now, they'll probably, they'll tell me, come talk to you. Well, at the you know, and I, I understand exactly what you're saying. But in this last part, like it was saying that, that, but that stoic partner or that partner who's used to having it all together, you know, and knowing what to do. Um, if they get into a place where they can't function like they normally do. You know, they can't allow pride and fear to keep them, the failure of fear to keep them from sharing it with their, you know, with their spouse and trying to do it by themselves as well as, you know, as well as 
vice versa. You yeah. know, them trying to the 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 spouse not trying to be a support or whatever. And then what winds up happening is the spouse tries to tries to solve it without mm -hmm. without and then withdraws, but inwardly and yeah. trying to move without the other one instead of just saying, "Babe, I ain't you know." I ain't got it, or I don't, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm like stuck. I don't I understand. Mean, I don't understand. Yeah. 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 Basically. You told me, you told me, you, you said I didn't say stuff because I didn't really know how to articulate, and I ain't want you, you say, well, you said now that you didn't want me to look at you crazy, mm -hmm. and I, that's crazy to me. Yeah, but I, that was the opinion that I formed in yeah. inwardly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that that ain't your feelings no more. Is it's it? not. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. I tell you what's on my mind. You know? uh, yep. You know, if you and and I can even I can even fashion a conversation that we had not too long ago into this into this I think into this um this right here that we just read because you know we're talking about some things that we're doing we're in the process of doing yeah and I I I. Well, I think you know this, that I look to you to know everything. Do you know that? Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah. You do? Is that too much pressure? <laughs> no. A little bit. <laughs> no, I want you to tell me the truth. A a Is little, that too much pressure? A little I bit. I legit like but, think you know everything. But what, what it does for me is it pushes me. So a lot of stuff, crazy enough, a lot of stuff I do know. But then some stuff you ask me, I don't know. But here's the thing. You've picked up a lot of my characteristics. So now if I say I don't know, uh -huh. then you'll go look it up. Right. So, right. you know, but that's what I would do in the past. If you asked me something or we was talking about something or whatever, mm -hmm. I go find information on Right. It. And then we'll have a conversation and then right. we'll custom make it for our relationship. Right. Right. So, but... You got some of my characteristics now, so you actually do that. But you will ask me, and then sometimes you ask me about stuff, and then you are already read it. And he said, "Did you know that?" And I'm like, "Nah." Yeah, I, I mean, I'm just asking because that that's just what came in my mind. Like, ask him, does he know that you that you <laughs> that you think he know everything? Every, every night, that's what I'm saying. Because sometimes that could be a little pressure, even you know, even with the things that. You know, we're um, we got a whole lot of stuff going on behind the scenes, y'all, and we eventually we will share. But um, you know, that's why when I came to you early and I asked you, well, baby, you know what we were talking about, so and so and so and so, and you was like, yeah, um, you know, but I got to do this and I got to see this or whatever. I just know that with this new thing that's coming, mm -hmm. you know. I, what I have to sometimes stop and tell myself is this is new for you, Deidre, but this is not necessarily new for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, because you, you have a lot of, a, a gotta, lot of expertise in this area. Just However, just got it. Right. And you just got to kind of figure out some Catch other up. things that are added because, because it'll be us doing it from a new perspective or from yeah. a new position. So, but I had to remind myself when I talked, when I talked to you earlier, like, he he may not have moved forward with some things because he's a little leery about it too, and there may be a little fear there for him too. And so, I but I'll never 
I'll never treat you as if you're less than because there are times when you fear. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 I Yeah. When we move forward on something, if I I'm I'm confident in some things. I'm confident in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. But the way my the way my mind thinks is every decision that I make is going to affect you. It's going to affect the family. I know. So I'm always thinking in that posture. I know. So in my mind, sometimes I'll be like, all right, this ain't, hit the 80, this ain't hit the 85 percentile. <laughs> we going to need to hold up a minute on this because, you know, my baby like to get this. We not at this. She like this. And this going to have to stop. And this, you know, so sometimes I do that. But the great thing about that is you the type of person is, let's just jump. Hey. Yeah, but but if we jump and these parachutes don't work and we both jump, <laughs> then these the churn ain't got no more mom or daddy. But that's they got a, no but you know that's but you one... the person, you the person like, well baby, let's just do it. I'm like, man. All right, let's pull fuck. <laughs> so you I'll say this, you are more the daredevil when it comes to stuff. I will move forward on a lot of stuff. If the system and the plan is is uh-uh. in a percentile of uh-uh. what I believe that is right. going to be successful, and I'm there going, baby, the just Lord move. got us, and because he it, it he ain't gonna just lay the whole plan out in front of our face. You right? He ain't gonna do it. He ain't gonna do it. You right? Period. And, I, and I've been like that for the longest. I know because I, you know, it. I got you and the girls. I know. So, you know, now that the girls are not here no more and some of them got their own families now you know i can rest in that because they married the great men and you know but we got a couple of them you know still in the in the mixer still in the mixer trying to you know move forward so you know even with that i want to you know but i know that can be a lot on you that's why i said I always try to offer. That's why, y'all, that's why I stay in, in the face of Jesus. Because <laughs> you you have to be, you have to be careful what you say to your spouse at certain times and how you say it. And, you know, like let the Holy Spirit lead you when to pour in and when to say different things and, you know, what to say and how to build you're made up. And I guess I need to be looking at y'all as I'm saying it. Like there'll be times when you absolutely do have to, you know, know the right things to say. Um, especially when you know that both of y'all may be facing this new thing that y'all are doing. Um, that you don't make your spouse feel like he's less than if there's something he doesn't know, or if there's something that he's kind of hesitant about being together for so long, as long as we've been together, I know you. And yes. you know me. Yeah. And so I know that a lot of times, like you say, if it doesn't get to, if the thought or of what you're putting down on paper, if it don't get to a certain percentage to where you feel like really, really almost sure that it's going to work, yeah. you'd be like, I don't really know. And I'd be like, sir, 
we say we trust God, and when when are we gonna actually act like we trust Him? Yeah, and we both throw scriptures that she be like, "You got to have faith and move. Either you trust God or you don't." I say, "Yeah," but He said, "Be wise in all you're doing." And, and I'm trying. You're right. You're right. And wise the, And I struggle with that as well. But I'm like, we've been in this, you know, with Him long enough to know, like, He ain't gonna just say, "Here, here, here go, here go my plan for y'all." Yeah. Shoot, cause y'all act like y'all just ain't gonna move. Unless he, I show y'all the did, whole plan. If he did do that, I'd be like, oh, well, Jesus, four, five, and six ain't going to work. Right. We need right, to change right, that. Right, 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 right. Jesus be like, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah. No, it's going to work. But we remind each other, and we're going to jump to the other two. We remind each other that that we want to have even not the same faith as, but, but the even greater faith than the faith we had for this house. Because, yeah. like, the, the the faith we had for this house was just, like, completely just stupid. Because you could literally have come and showed me maybe that, you know, the house had started getting built and then a bulldozer was driving down the street and mistakenly, you know, ran into it and knocked it down. And our answer would have been... We don't care. We still gonna close on our house because the Lord said that that's our house. We'd be like, okay, yeah. We was like, so okay. It'll be pushed. It'll be pushed back. Like our demeanor, right? Four more months, right? All right, we'll okay. Wait. All right, whatever. You know, that was literally our posture, and so we just, you know, we just, we. I feel like He wants us to have, like I said, not that level was because we we go. Um, he wants us to have an even higher and an even greater level of faith. For this next thing. And so um, I'm excited about it. And so I'm going to keep on, you know, just gently nudging. Mm. Saying, go, baby. Go. Go ahead, baby. Go. No, we know. We know that look crazy. Yeah. We know what the mortgage is. Yeah. We know what this is. But go, baby. Mm. He got us. Mm. What would you do if you know you couldn't fail? I'd do everything. Yeah. And but the but the thing about that is the fight is fixed, baby. So we will not fail, right? But because even things that we think are failures are not failures; they're lessons, and they're and even that thing is working for our good. Yeah. So we win every time, regardless, because the fight is fixed. We just forget that through so, the the process of getting to. We forget I, that being strategic. I know. I every. We're not assigned to everything, everybody. You're right. In every assignment. You're right. So sometimes we pick assignments out of different reasons mm -hmm. and we were never supposed to be there. You're right. So that's that's what I but those I are the know. lessons. And we've done right. that in the past. Right. And, and even those in are that the lessons. He gently says, mm -mm. Yeah. You you made no, that was a wrong decision. You no, go back over that way. And we'd be like, okay. All, all what he does is, yep, don't worry about it. That's gonna fall on you. Right, right. Don't worry about it. That was gonna right. come for you, but right. I got it. Right, but too. I got it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Mm. We gonna make that mm. lose that number. Right. Don't call them. And numbers. then actually, a lot of times is okay. Yeah, I'm allow that to happen. Let me see how she act. <laughs> let me let me see let me see what posture she's staying, mm. or let me see what posture he's staying. Let me see because I need them to learn something from this from this lesson. Build that muscle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And so. Next, it's a re emergence, emergence of trauma. Of a trauma. Your, your phone dead? Um, it's on five percent, so it's a little dim, and I can't see it because 
Okay. Yeah. Well, we go, but it's the reemergence of trauma. You want I can still see home? that. Okay. Most people who have lived with debilitating tra- traumatic experiences and past lives have done whatever they can to move beyond those experiences and not let them, of course, affect their current lives. So they often have not chosen to share what happened to them with their partner, yep. wanting to leave it behind, embarrassed at the experience, unwilling to relive them, or they fear judgment about it. And so, without warning, there'll be a trigger that comes up. Yep. Oh, Lord, been there, done this that, This is so true. Um, and so, if they've shared the experience with their um, partners, you know, they can work through them as a couple, which was, you know, our testimony. Praise Jesus for you, yeah. baby. Um, and they can more easily... Uh, share again when you know maybe another trigger comes along but often they have preferred to keep them you know in, internal and hasn't shared um and and keep it as a secret and so when that um when the trauma reemerges they go completely inward yep to reburying bury 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 burying them yep that's the word um and um, so it threatens the relationship, and we've seen many examples of this. Yeah, we what, had, we've actually gone through this. It was me. Yeah. Was, and what she, happens? And what happens is when you don't share the trauma, then when it comes back for you, when it comes back into your life, or when it reemerges, then you're going back to old old stuff, trying to handle it with your old stuff. But for your partner, mm-hmm. this whole side of you is brand new. Yeah. They've never seen it. They don't know about the trauma. They don't know about none of this stuff. So when you begin to act a different way, this can actually cause a withdrawal as well. Yeah. Because now this is a side of you that they haven't seen that, you know, and now they, if you don't communicate and if you go inward trying to deal with this stuff, trying not to let your partner your spouse find out about it or whatever the case because you think it's going to damage the relationship mm-hmm. so you feel you just off in the space somewhere then yeah something is going on you're not talking right so you know what is your spouse supposed to do so this this can this can re- and this is the thing about this all these things that we are saying can damage your relationship but this is one of the ones that that stems out of the core because mm-hmm. a lot of different things like the betrayal part that can stem from a trauma. All this stuff can stem some way, shape, form from a trauma. Yeah. From and your childhood and reemerges yeah. and it just mm-hmm. had, it's in a different area of your life now. But it's like, it's so stifling that it seems as if it's real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That it just happened. Like it's Absolutely. like it was that, like that thing just happened. Um, and just slapped in the wind out of you like when it first happened for the yeah, first time. And then everything that happened back then, all the way, all that stuff come back rushing to you. And now you responding to it different because now you married for 15 years yeah. and you got these kids and you successful on your job and everything going good. And now you done went inward because now you trying to deal with this and get back, get back to a, I don't even say want to say healthy place. Get back to a place to where you got it compartmentalized once again, and then you're trying to shut this door again mm-hmm. and lock it and put a cage on it instead so it of can't dealing get with out, it. Instead of actually dealing yeah. with it, that stuff. Let me tell you, traumas, traumas grow. They don't. That's core stuff. So it got so many layers to it. So 
if you don't deal with it, and when I say deal with it, the one thing you have to do is one, you have to be delivered from it. Right. And admit means, it. Yeah, you have to be delivered from it. You have to talk about it. You have to get it out. One way the enemy always has power over you is by your silence. Right. So if you don't if you don't expose it, then it has power over yeah. you. Yeah. But when you keep it a secret, then that's when it it keeps you trapped. Yeah. So this yep. trauma you and have to yeah, this yeah. trauma you have to talk about it. You have to get delivered from it. And being delivered is literally letting it go. Yeah. You have to facing let it, it go. saying it. And even even if it's something that you and your spouse have experienced that was traumatic in the beginning of the relationship yeah. or you know and you're you may be a totally different person, your spouse may be a totally different person, but you've dealt with that trauma and now when you see it rear its head then you you know, withdraw inwardly, even though your, you know, your spouse may say, well, baby, talk to me, baby, tell me what's going on or whatever. And that may have been something that you didn't share. Um, so now it's this, you know, thing that's now, you know, basically eating at your core because you don't, you don't know how to say it or you don't want to talk about it. You don't want to ruffle no feathers or you don't want to do this or you don't want to do that. But you, there, that's the only way to be free about it. There was something that, you know, happened with, um, you know, with me and that, you know, when we lived in, you know, previous apartments or something like that or whatever. Um, and even there, I would, I would still, you know, I would try to, to, you know, juggle the bills. And even when money was short, I would try to make sure that everything stayed on. And there were times when it, when it, when it, you know, fell through the crack, we just didn't have it or just whatever. And so, um, when we got here, I misread a bill, a due date on a bill, and <laughs> she went back. The water got turned off, y'all. So, and I'm like, how in the world in this big old house? How did I? And we came home. It was a long day. We had planned to take showers, eat dinner, have a you know good night together, and everything. And Johnny was like, I'm gonna go upstairs and take a shower. I said, okay. I was downstairs going through the mail. You know, just, you know, go, getting ready to, um, I think, make either make dinners, you know, get that ready or come take my shower as well so we could, you know, yeah. eat and have a good night. And I ooh. jumped in the shower, turned the shower on, and the shower was like, drip, 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 I said, well, what? <laughs> I looked up at the shower like it all cost me. I said, well, what? I said, well, did I not turn the thing? I said, well, what? Ain't nothing come. I nothing. got out the shower and went to the sink and turned the water on and it was running. I was like, well, what that working? So I went to turn the other one. That's. <laughs> well, that's strange. Right. I went to the Deidre sink and. <laughs> okay, that's running a little bit. So I wonder where we're. Went to the step, baby. <laughs> so far with the water. Deidre, something going on with this water. You think, because it's been times where we, we had the really pressure. Bad, we had water pressure The pressure was here. bad. Yeah. But that was, yeah. that was in the whole area. Yeah. So, but I was like, baby, something going on with the water. She was like, the pressure? I said, no. It's, it's, it's off. Like it trickled and then it went off. And then she said, huh? So she turned the water on down in the kitchen and it did the same thing. So I was like, baby, the, the water off? She was like, no. No, it can't be. So she went, she looked at a bill and she said, God darn. 
She said, I missed it. I said, okay, no worries. Let me put on my clothes back on. I'm finna go to Dollar General. And get us a, bought some, us some bunch of water. Uh -huh. said, I'm gonna bring it back. We're gonna have to do Boy, we gotta go back to school ass. one minute. And we're gonna have to go and do that. So we went and got the bottles and I took like you half went the and bottle. Got them. Yeah, I went yeah. and got a bottle, took half of them upstairs. But when I walked back in the house, she was a mess. And no, she just looked at me and she mess. said, I'm, I'm so sorry. I said, baby, it happens. You human. And I said, you, Deidre, this is not, this is not 10 years, 15 years ago. Yeah. Because this is how she was. So in the past, when that stuff would happen, and I, I made demands. I was like, look, you got to make, don't, don't let this, this, this air get cut off. Um, the, the, this heat don't need to go off when it's, when it's, you know, um, the lights don't need to go off and my cable don't need to go off. We got all them things right there. We good. So she, you know, and I'm, made unrealistic stuff because I wasn't I wasn't in the detailed day-to-day -day stuff of the bills. So I I wasn't positive of everything that we had. I just figured we made enough. So what I was working, I was working stupid hours. So I was thinking the money that I bring home, it got to be enough because she never said nothing. Well, come to find out, sometimes it would be enough, but you know, these pamphlets was going up. We had, Jesus, four, four of them in pamphlets, five, four of them. Mm -hmm. All five of them was in pamphlets at one time. Mm -hmm. No, Brianna came out and then Paige was still. Yeah. It, yeah, we had so at it least was a three lot. or four in pamphlets so at the same time. And then we was doing pamphlets and pull-ups. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was a lot going on. They was growing up. They were eating. Anyway, it was times that where stuff would get cut off. And, you know, she was trying to juggle the bills. But she wasn't she wasn't talking to me. So when it would happen, she would just have a complete meltdown because she was I, I don't know if you was afraid I was going to say something crazy. Part to of you it know, was that, yeah. you know, so she had a complete meltdown. But every time she had a meltdown and this is the crazy thing. Every time this happened, every time you had a meltdown, we always handle it completely different. Yeah. Like one time the lights got cut off and we came home and. You was like, yeah, you know, we didn't have the money, and I'm sorry. And I like, don't worry about it. We ain't gonna tell the girls nothing. We were going up in here. I got the the computer or the tablet or whatever we have mm -hmm. fired up. It was a tablet. We thing. we about to have a, a inside the house camp out, and that's what we did. We watched. We was all in the one room. We had pizza. We had candles. You know, we watched the movie, and then we went to sleep. And then everybody they went to school. We went to work. You know, the next day she paid the, the bill and lights are back on when we came home. So I've always said, you know, when stuff happens in the day-to-day -day life, like you have a plan or how you want stuff to happen. But me being the leader of the house, I had to respond to not, I had to respond a certain way so everybody will follow me that way. Yeah. So if I responded crazy, mm -hmm. then of course you'd have been hurt, and then the kids would have been in chaos because they would have been looking at daddy mad, and you know he mad because you ain't paid the bill, so it's your fault. All that didn't need to happen. Stuff happened. So when it happened, that's how we handle it. And you know, that was just something that always in my head. We a team. You know, it it can't be. 
It can't be you, you know, you forgot to pay the bill. Ah, boom, you out the family for a week. It just couldn't be like that. Yeah. Stuff happened. I made mistakes too. So, yeah. you know, stuff happened. So that's how we handle it. But when it happened here, when I came back home, I saw the past on you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Mm-mm. that ain't what we doing. I held her in my arms. I said, shake that off. Cause that's not what this is. We gonna be fine. We'll get it cut back on tomorrow. It's not like we didn't have the money to pay it. It just slipped. We got a lot of stuff going on. It happens. You yeah. human. So, like she said, we took the little baths and the little sink and everything. You know, you know, we got quite a bit of bathroom. So, you know, we were like, all right, we gonna save the one downstairs for the. You know, but we'll use the ones over here, and then the Put one over there, there we'll do this, and it's the one we'll just do number one in. So we was, you know, we was. Oh, thank God, it was just overnight. Look, we oh. had a we had a system though. Oh. After all was said and done, we had a, we yeah. put a system together. Yeah, and that's what I mean when stuff happened in life and it you just changes. You yeah. just have to adjust. Yeah. You can't panic and have a meltdown yeah. for everything. And I get. You know, people be tired and they're overwhelmed. And, yeah. you know, when you have, you know, every day something crazy happening, then I got that. Because we, we went through that. Yeah. So, but it can't throw you into a, a tailspin to where it tears up everything. Your your marriage, yeah. your kids. Yeah. It can't tear up everything. Because yeah. when I, it get back right, you know... You can't really there are some you know some some uh, victims on the side yeah. that got hit, but I, I I'm I'm just grateful that you are who you are, and that you you know quickly pulled me out of that because that was something that I didn't even expect to happen. I you know at, at, when it first happened I was like, okay you know I'm you know I'm sorry babe I I I don't do not know how I misread this yeah. bill and I said and, okay you know no basically problem. we was you know just kind of getting acclimated to how their system works yeah and so I was like okay um and but then when you left it was everything in my head yeah this is just like you used to do and then you didn't you should have read it kept more you know you should have read it kept more you know more um intentively so you could you know precisely so you could make sure that you did this and yeah. this is the same this is the same thing that used to happen in the apartment da, 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 da. oh i can't talk myself up into Look, a whole tizzy i came back and walked that spirit right on up out the house no no <laughs> no no we ain't doing that okay go to the next one go to the last but one, baby. but i want to say traumas traumas are real man no matter how big or small it is and you don't know how deep traumas go until you see it in every area of your life in some kind of way, shape, form, or fashion. Yeah. You have to let some of that stuff go. You have to. You you have to let all of it That's go. That's what I was going to say. And if you, all of it. And if some of the stuff is trauma that you saw, trauma that was in your life, trauma mm-hmm. that you had to deal with, or trauma that happened to you, yeah. some way, shape, you, you have to let it go. Yep. You have to be delivered from that stuff, and you have to let it go. Because that's the only way you can build new memories right put other things stuff. in yeah. right in place if of that it. stuff if trauma's still in them areas then there's no way nothing else is gonna fit right no way yeah go get your therapist y'all if y'all need one they help, help y'all get through through it talking it out and, and how you, to deal and it'll help. you know what what things to put in place so you can literally you know because some people are just walking around just a, a, a traumatic 
a whole traumatic body. And you just got a whole section of your your life that don't nobody know it's about except the people in the past yeah. and you. So you don't yeah. think you don't went somewhere and just you on a different platform now. You just go reinvent yourself, right. but, but they you still can't live. reinvent yourself. They still live on if you don't deal. Yeah, you just can't. Yeah, you can't. When you go to reinvent yourself in that little space where you going to reinvent that process, go on to see you somebody and work on them traumas. Go on and see somebody and work on that stuff. Because they real. That's the last one. What is talking about? A past indiscretion. Oh, I did read. Yeah, yeah. So basically this one is saying something that you've done, you know, in the past. Mm -hmm. And you've, um, you know, it, it was, it was, it had devastating consequences when it happened. Yeah. But you, you know, you've recovered from it. You chose not to tell the people who are now in your present, whether it's your wife who never, you know, or your husband who didn't know about it, that it happened back then, yeah. way back when. Like you say, you starting this new, fresh, new life on this new level, you know, and, um, you know, they don't want people to know about the past. They want them to know about the Johnny now. Yeah. Don't you know, not the Johnny. About the Johnny you know, not the Johnny who held the store. This the Johnny who robbed I am. the store. Yeah. And you know, now you I've been out of prison for a while. You done got yourself together. You got a new wife. But well, you know, you I, I had to things. get myself together when right. I robbed that store. Right. I, it wasn't it right. wasn't planned. Right. I just did it out of desperation. Right. And going to jail wasn't part of my plan. Well, either. but then it says that something, you know, happens to that, uncover. We, we lying. That's not that. Right. That's not. It's so not. Well, I'm just we just using my, it. As an example, my manager looking like this is a part of your life you never said. Right, it's really not. What it's not the true. What? <laughs> um, but something happens, and then so all the stuff that has happened in the past, the devastating stuff or or devastating thing um, that they didn't, you didn't want your husband or your wife to know, and so now they're doing everything to handle it on their own. Yep. Do you know how stressful that is? Ugh. But but the anticipation and the fear of exposure becomes an obsessive hold. Yep. On their psyche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keeping them trapped in an internal battle of emotional terror. What if my partner don't want to be with me anymore when they find out that I did so-and-so? What if they once did now? What if what you once did back then threatens their current life? This makes me remember about that movie where the, and I cannot, I cannot call the name of it, but we was watching it, where the the woman was, I think I started it and then, stopped and then you you started it started it we started it together back together but it was the husband and the wife and they were like she had a british accent or something like that the light-skinned lady and remember in the in her former oh, life she was a stripper close, and stuff like that or whatever yeah right and so too close or something she was you know with some guy who was you know who was a customer who tried to like beat her up or or kill her yeah. or something like that, and so she just literally overnight like ran Left. from that life, right? Went and far so, away, right? And and so got now married, she's in this new life where she married. Kids. No, they got three kids, three kids. Yeah, it was three of the kids. Was it? Yeah, it was three of the kids. I know it was because I think it girl. was it was the older girl, and then it was the young girl, and I think it was a boy. Okay, and then um, but she. Is in this new life, and then she is is. But, but, but you know what? Her and the her and the man wasn't married yet. Remember? No, they was gonna get they, married. Right? They were, you know, but they were living living together. together. You know, for a long time had a had three whole kids together. Um, and then uh, she the the ladies have her a bachelorette party, and remember she went back 
to the old club for whatever yeah. reason, and somebody saw her. And so, of course, this started bringing out the 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 old the old people because she thought the guy was dead, um, who was trying to harm her or kill her or whatever. Yeah, she, you know, so. But these the old people who found out that you know she okay she's still alive she didn't drop off the face of the earth they come back and so things start happening, um, and so now it eventually comes out you know that she was this person who she was in the back in the past and all that stuff I don't even think we even finished the series I think we did um, did we I didn't think it was no more no more we might have didn't. You know I'm trying to find. I it. know you are, but you know, of course, we ain't gonna sit here until we find it. We just, however, that that movie reminded me when I was reading. Stay close. Yeah, that movie. You went Stay back close. See, we didn't finish it, did we? I don't. I we don't may know. not have, but it's on Netflix, y'all. But um, <laughs> we um, this this that scenario reminds me of that. Like you yeah, had a whole life. Uh, yeah, like a whole other you life. Met- your new person in your new life, you done change your name. She changed her name, everything. Mm-hmm. And then the crazy thing is some of the stuff. So once, once somebody, I spotted guess, her. spotted her, uh-huh. they started, Excuse they found me. out where she lived at. And then they started leaving little clues and stuff at her house. From her past. So she was, she saw it. And then I think she went to the the tennis game. One of her kids was playing in a tennis match. And she saw one of the ladies who was, I think, was a stripper yeah. with her on the, on no, the other that, side. That was a, I think that she ran the the whole thing. Oh, okay. Well, she was on the so, other side of the court. But when you know, when you watching tennis, you like this, you know, that's like it was. The little lady was sitting on the other side, and the other lady was just standing at her. So you got a whole sea of people doing this, and one person just like this. So she was looking, and then she looked, and then she saw the lady, and she was like, "Oh my God, how did she find?" And me? then she got up and went to the bathroom. And another girl, yeah, went. It's, but that's it, how it pretty it, much it's a, spiraled it's after that. Yeah, um, but that's just to show you. But this stuff happened in real life. And do you know how the, the same paranoia that that lady was having, trying yeah. to hide stuff, trying to do stuff on the low, trying to figure out how they know, you know, where she is now, and trying to keep still keep that life, past life, separate from messing up her marriage, soon to be marriage, and her kids' life. So it's a lot of stuff that can come as an effect, yeah. you know, you know, as a after effect from you not, I guess, just being upfront about what it was in the past, because if if a person is if, if a person has been called to you and is going to love you, you will love me for all of this stuff that I had going on in the past. Look, and if they're not, then they ain't the one for you. That's that all ain't I who say. I am now. If you love me all and want to marry me and all this stuff, before we get married, I need this is what I need to tell you. And just let them know. That way, if it come back up, you ain't opening up. It's, see, in your life, you can't have something that We've talked about gateways before. You can't have a a private gate to yourself in your section that somebody else got the key to. And you know they got the key to, but you think you done hid so good that they can't find you. Then they find you, they open up the gate, and then they walk in. And now you got somebody that you know that's in your life that came back into your life, but then your whole family don't know about it. Yeah, Complete stranger. So, yeah, you got to tell the truth. If they can't accept you for everything, then 
Yeah. They and you're most definitely going to withdraw after that. Yeah. Because you're trying to hold secrets and keep things on the low and keep it from coming out. Now you're breaking a and trust. Right. And, and now your your wife or your husband, you know, if it's, a, you know, vice versa. Now they're trying to figure out, well, what in the world is going on with so him? Who are you? Right. Like, why are you acting like strange? Yeah. You know, and you won't, you know. You, it's a problem for me to look at your phone. You don't want to tell me where you're going. You going for you know distant you know different amount of times. I don't know where you at. I can't. It's like you fell I off can't the grid. Get in touch with you. Yeah. You said you was going to the store. You going for four hours. The store ten minutes up the street. What you doing? Answer your phone. Yeah. Excuse me. It's just a lot. It's a lot that comes with all that. And that's so, a lot of pressure. That means yeah. If you don't been like, and not not telling your not telling your spouse, a lot of people feel like if I don't tell you, then I didn't lie. Or it's a, it I was just a live omission. You. Yeah, so it was a live omission. So, and you, that part of my life ain't gonna never touch you. So yeah, I don't have to say it. But but then it come it raises up, and then guess what? It be like hey, and now you. Because you ain't said nothing, and it done been 12 years, y'all been together and got a whole family in the house and cars and all this other stuff. Now you can't damage none of that stuff. So now you got to try to create another cover up to Or put this I had stuff a whole direct. family that I left Oof. and came and started. Why you just sounded like me when you said that? <laughs> it's time to go, y'all. It's time to and go. It's sad. And this it's is the thing. To sad to say, more men do that. Than women, more men will leave their family and do a reset, and then be a perfect husband and a perfect daddy in their second marriage and their second life or whatever than they were in their first life. And they will always say, "Well, my wife that I got now is better to deal with." Well, baby, that's a whole other story. Yeah, that, yeah. that is. I ain't we can talk that. about that next time, but that's a whole other story. So yeah. But those are those are the things. Like, but pay attention to what's going on. Yeah. It, it, again, constant communication. If I see something changing that I know is kind of out of the norm, ask Johnny, y'all. I ask questions. Yeah. Sometimes questions I ain't never asked before. Yeah. And <laughs> sure do. And then he do stuff like get in the bed and come real close to my face. Why did you ask me so? So so because I want to know like what's going on. Let me know. Listen, it's just me and you in this house. Yeah, and we're not finna be withdrawn from nothing. At any time, a disconnect or feel anything. Like I told her today when we were driving home, I said, "And this, and you, I need you. I need all of you. I need." It. Get off your phone. Put the phone down. Talk to me about your day. Talk to me. And I had right. to tell you about that. I, you know, that I needed all of you as well. You did. Those conversations but we're are just real. that honest. We right. are real. Like ain't nobody got ain't, time to be playing no games. If any type of disconnect sure. or pull away or withdraw happens, what with you got this going hell, on, Joker? We in each other face, like what? What's going on? Hmm. And she'll be like, "What? You was on? Yeah, what was happening? You 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 taking calls outside? What's 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 what is it? Nah, me, I ain't taking no calls outside now, cause that he won't beat me on my foot. That'll cause me to have a whole black eye with a whole bunch of makeup. Yeah, on if, you, if you if <laughs> you no, let me stop. If saying the that, phone rang you and you walk all the way me. outside before you close the door, you gonna try to close the door. My body will be right there. 
What you doing? Will we? Will we? Who we talking to? We got a conference call outside. Well, come on. Yeah, that's cool. We can do that. How what? How what? We can do that. Anyway, we're done, y'all. We want y'all to grow in in, in your marriage, grow and succeed, and. And be open with one another. Sometimes it ain't going to be the best conversation. Sometimes you might mess the conversation up. You might just let that petty part of you, you know, rule you that night. It might say something that's off the wall. But again, it's 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 saying I'm, I apologize. I'm sorry, baby. Sometimes you ain't even did nothing. Yeah. But I'm at the point to where I think we're at the point to where it's it, it ain't even worth it. Like, what we doing? Cause we ain't about to be walking around in this house not talking to each other. What's what's going on, baby? What's going on with you? Yeah. Did I do something? If I'm I'm sorry. I apologize. Solution minded. Yeah. We, it's, it can't. We got, we got too much to do. Too much to do, and we are dedicated to protecting our relationship. And this this is the part we are dedicated to protecting our relationship, even from ourselves. That's good. So it it, it don't it don't it we protect it from other people coming in and trying to damage it, but you can damage your own relationship, yeah, with your feelings and you know, mm-hmm. yeah, emotions and all all this stuff that we talked about tonight, the betrayal, the trauma, and all this stuff. So yeah, you got to be intentional about it. Yeah, you got to be intentional about your relationship, and you got to you can't. You can't say, you can't look at your spouse and say, you good? And she say, no. Oh, well, I'm straight. That If Deidre ain't good, I ain't good. If I ain't good, she ain't good. We got to be good. Right now, we are, we responsible for each other in our relationship. So at one time, it was me, Deidre, and all the kids. Now it was me and Deidre. So we got to protect this more than ever. So even from ourselves, because sometimes we get in our funk and then, yeah, walk by and I might, you know, bump into her. And she'd be like, Joker, 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 come here. What's, 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 what's wrong? And I don't lie and say nothing. I'd be like, I don't want to talk about it right now. That's something I told my wife because she used to tell me nothing while she cried and have, was having a straight meltdown. Anyway, uncover me like that. Anyway, we about to go. We hope this helped. This is for, from one of our favorite articles, our resources, Psychology Today. Um, yeah. So if you if you feel or notice that your partner is withdrawing, then find out what's going on. Because if you don't, that can damage your relationship. What's going, going and the, on? And the more your, your relationship get damaged, then it's, I mean, separation can happen. So don't allow that to happen. Protect your marriage. Protect your relationship. And keep moving up on the right side of the mountain together as husband and wife. We love y'all. For all things Mobleys, go to www.momentswiththemobleys.com. We're on Facebook and Instagram and YouTube as the Moments with the Mobleys. We are on Twitter as Mobley Moments. Um, and 
just, you know, look us up, go on YouTube, make sure you like the page, subscribe, uh, hit the bell so you can see when new episodes come out. And yeah, go to you, go to Facebook and look at moments with the Mobleys and, um, view our reels and stuff like that. And, um, we appreciate y'all. Yeah. And we go, we did, um, uh, another platform called Fireside. We did. Probably we about two that. weeks ago. So we probably, we're going to start it next week and then we'll have it on the regular. Unfortunately, Fireside is only for Apple users. users. However, we'll so still be. So you can see it live. Right. But we'll still be on our other, you know, platforms. We'll still be on our other platforms. Yeah. So you'll still yeah, be yeah. able to see it. So. With that being said. With all that being said. We bid you good night. Dundable. Your man. This has been Moments with the Mobleys, and I am your man, Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm his wife, Deidre Mobley. And we sum like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Peace out, y'all. Night night. Long.